You're listening to Getting Freaking Green. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Laura. We like talking about health, wellness, and eco-friendliness in a fun and approachable way. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about going vegan if you're already a vegetarian. Specifically, if you're me. Let's get to it. (laughs) Welcome back to Guinea Pig and Green. Ooh, this is an exciting one. It's kind of scary, but it's exciting. We're recording remotely, but I can still see you. You look nervous. I'm a little nervous. Tiny bit. Um, should I maybe tell people why I'm a little nervous? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Okay, so um, as you probably know, thanks to the veg episode, Laura and I are both veggie people, but I am a vegetarian thus far in my life. But recently I started to feel like it doesn't actually vibe too well with my values, and I've decided that I want to try being vegan for 30 days to start. And that is like music to my ears. I'm so excited. I swear it's a cult. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited for you. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's pretty exciting too because, like I said, it's sort of, it's been something I've been resisting because I didn't feel like it was accessible to me. Like I didn't feel like I would actually be capable of of actually doing that. Um, But I'm starting to feel like it's the right thing for me and it's sort of calling me a little bit. So I'm going to do 30 days to start, but, you know, famous last words, that's how you started your veganism, as yeah. I remember. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to do two weeks. Oh, you started with two weeks? Darn. I did two, I did two weeks, and I was <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Good thing I'm an expert bleeper now. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, I, I think what we're going to do for Steph is we're going to have her check in every week and write a little a little blog post about how her 30 days is going. Um, and if anybody is inspired to, like, follow along or join me in this, please do. I need all the help I can get. Um, that's a fantastic idea. Yeah, so I'll probably be posting on Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. So anyway, so we wanted to make this podcast for people who like me, are vegetarian already because going from being a carnivore to being a vegan is a whole other can of worms that I don't think we can get into right now. But um, if you're transitioning specifically from being vegetarian to vegan, I wanted to pick Laura's brain and I wanted to share some of the things I'm going to be doing um, to try and make it easier for me. So, should we get to it? Yeah! Okay! All right, so the first thing that I did when I decided that this is something I wanted to do is, like, I armed myself with all of the knowledge that I should have. So, specifically, I watched Netflix documentaries. I watched, like, four of them last week. Um, Just ones like Vegucated, that's a really good film, Mm -hmm. about, like, three really carnivorous people that this filmmaker is, like, challenges them to go vegan for... I think it's six weeks, and then most of them sort of stay committed to it afterwards. But anyway, it's it's really interesting. Um, Things like Food Matters or Forks Over Knives, um, Fast Food Inc., all of those kinds of things, or reading books that are similar, because um, 
I don't know about you, but I find that it sort of like reinforces what I already know and it gives me more motivation to be like, yes, this is the right thing. This is why I want to do this. Like, here's some, <laughs> here's some ammunition in case someone challenges me and asks why this is something that I would want to do. Totally. Going so. vegan, you, you need an arsenal of some sort. You need yeah. secret, wep secret weapons. Either, <laughs> to, either to fight your own temptations or <laughs> to use against other people. Yeah. So I think that's what we would say. Like, we'll post a lot of our favorite resources in the show notes, but um, just going to the library, arming yourself with books on nutrition or books on veganism and watching movies and that could be really helpful. That's been really helpful in like kickstarting my my journey. But what would you say if someone's already there, Laura? Like if they already know why, but they're just having trouble with the how? I'd say just do it. <laughs> and she speaks it. from the other side, everyone. Really? She's <laughs> no, really. I mean I, I think I think it's great that you're jumping in with the thirty days. And I think the good thing about setting yourself a timeline like that is you don't necessarily feel like this is the end. I need this to be huge. Like you can do. Do you know what I mean like you? This could do is your the end. <laughs> yeah, I mean like you could do your thirty days at any time and then realize that you love it. And I think that's kind of yeah. what makes it so easy to do that. Um, I think that yeah, you just you just do it and you, you can learn along the way and you don't have to be a hundred percent perfect right away. I think mm -hmm. a lot of times like vegans are guilty, like they are accused of and they are guilty of expecting perfection from each other. And totally. Yeah. Like um and I definitely think if you're transitioning, it's a transition. And you mm -hmm. have and you can you can transition on your own time and you just do it and you can learn things along the way. I was a vegan for a while before I realized that um, I was drinking beers that weren't vegan. Like, that was a huge, a huge thing. Um, yeah, that was like a, a bomb you just dropped on me, yeah, like, two it, weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing is, instead of getting upset over the fact that, like, oh, I've been having this beer that was made with fish guts, um, mm. for, instead of getting upset about that, I was just like, that's cool, moving forward, I won't do that anymore. Um, so I think it's, you kind of have to go in lighthearted. Mm -hmm. um, trying know, your best, right? Try your best. Know that you're making a good decision because of probably a very good reason. Mm -hmm. um, and just do it. Learn along the way. Yeah. Um, I think, so one of the things that I'm doing, like you said, is sort of not expecting perfection. I mean, I am going to try and be fully vegan for the 30 days, but I'm setting myself a couple sort of guidelines because it's sort of an overwhelming thing and um, Laura actually wrote a really good article just this past week that's on the blog I Eat Green. Thank you. And we'll post it. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and we'll post it in the show notes as well but it's along the theme of should vegans be obli feel obligated to thrive and I think what you meant by that was um, be like super health nuts. Like we all know that trope about how vegans can be eating Oreos all the time and still be technically vegan, um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're healthy. And so I think what you were getting at is one of the things that can be most scary to people is this idea that if you're vegan, you have to be like 
eating like a superfood bowl every night and consuming like your weight in raw cacao every month and like all of these things. I just want to say I probably do. <laughs> you know, that's, no, this, that's not true. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> um, but like I feel like it's in a lot of people's minds, mine included, veganism and uber healthy superfood, all of that thing, it tends mm. to be seen as one big package. So one of the guidelines that I set for myself during this challenge is to, yes, try and eat as healthy as I can, mm -hmm. but to not stress about whether I'm, like, getting all of those superfoods that I'm supposed to be consuming and, you know, eating goji berries every day and drinking, I don't know, whatever, elixirs of life, <laughs> whatever it is you guys drink. Um, and just sort of being like, okay, is it vegan? Yeah. Yes. All right? Yeah. But okay. eat it. Is it... Sure. Is it if it's not vegan, then you don't eat it. Like, you know what so, I mean? Like breaking it down. If I can explain. <laughs> I think I think that what happens is a lot of people go vegan and they don't realize that these are things that they don't realize that they're going to become food snobs. It's like kind of half kidding there. But I think what happens is um, when you go vegan, you have this consciousness of your food. Um, like I think my transition from vegetarian to vegan, I did have a heightened consciousness of my food. Um, and it kind of like goes hand in hand with that. It's not that I went vegan and then like immediately learned all these like superfoods. It was just, I started running, running in circles uh, that valued those things. Or you start going to restaurants that value those things. Or you start going yeah. to grocery stores where those health foods are available, but also they have all these vegan foods. And, um, as a result, you'll notice, you'll see that like a lot of vegans are these health nuts, but I don't think the change happens all at once, I think. No, and I totally agree, because I think even though I've been vegetarian, I've been getting much more into superfoods, but mm -hmm. I think when I'm launching into this, I just, that does, I don't want that to enter my consciousness, because sometimes that does hold me back. It's like, well, you know, what if you become vegan, and then you're just a super unhealthy vegan, then you're basically right back where you started. But you've said interesting things about that before as well, about how being vegan sort of just forces you to cut out most things that are unhealthy. Like, even if yeah. you're eating, like, vegan junk food, it's still, yeah. like, would you say it's still healthier for you? I, I mean, I'm not necessarily, right? I w okay, so I wouldn't necessarily say that vegan food is always healthy, because that's completely right. untrue. Mm -hmm. I think what happens is, so if I'm on a road trip with my parents, I'll pack my pack snacks for myself because if they're going to stop at Tim Hortons and get a box of Timbits, I'm not going to eat any. And being vegan prevents me from being able to eat Timbits and other foods that end up making you feel like crap. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to say crap? <laughs> yes, of course. Okay. Um, so that's one thing. I also think that while not all foods that are technically vegan, for example, Oreos, are healthier for you, you'll find that a lot of vegan bakers, so if you think of in Toronto, we have Sweets from the Earth, and we also have Kelly's Bake Shop, and, um, and like there are many, they, they end up also being the bakers who are committed to using natural ingredients, or using non-GMO, or using organics, or um, producing gluten-free products. Um, right. Uh, and so I think as a result, you end up or even like the sugars they use are not necessarily the white refined sugars that um, 
that are so bad for our bodies. So mm-hmm. while it's while it's still junk food, and while you're still gonna get fat if that's all you eat, um, <laughs> for example, um, it's not like it, it's not the same. It's not the same beast. Like it's not the same. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a really good point and something to keep in mind. So that was like another one of the things that I had sort of said to my, for myself. It's like you know, if it's vegan, you can eat it. That's mm-hmm. that's gonna be my rule for the month. Um, I've heard of other strategies which I won't be using, but if you're just trying this out, you could do something like a meatless Monday idea, but vegan or eating vegan five days a week to start or whatever. Like other people will have different ideas of um, of the way you should go about it, mm-hmm. but vegans can sometimes be judgy of other vegans, so I think... I mean, you said that. You've said that to me. I'm not saying that. I'm not a vegan yet. <laughs> but um, so I think it's sometimes hard because people often have the mentality of like you should just be all or nothing. Um, but I think that does much more harm than good. And I've thought it does does much more harm than good even in the meat to vegetarian transition. Um, some people won't even make that transition because they think they have to do it all the time or they have to be perfect. Um, so. Can I also, sorry, I just wanted mm-hmm. to add, when I said that vegans can be judgy, this is never something I've experienced um, face-to-face. I've never right, right. I've never interacted face-to-face with a vegan. Uh, I've actually never even experienced it personally. Like, nobody's been judgy about me. Um, mm-hmm. I think where you see it most is, like, internet comment boards, usually yeah. on, like, vegan <laughs> blogs and stuff. Sometimes people um, will get into debates. Um, but then you kind of have to remember that everyone is a troll on internet comment boards. And like, <laughs> vegan or not, they're always going to be um, yeah. and um, sometimes there are vegan they exist. So You're just like super sweary on this podcast today. I don't know what is up with you. I'm sorry. It's late. You're making <laughs> going to be like, leap, 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 leap. Um, You're going to make me podcast. You're making me podcast late. It's past Laura's bedtime. Um, So basically what I just wanted to say is that if this is something you're considering, um, you get the GPG stamp of approval to go about it in any way you want. Yeah. Any way that works for you. Totally. Okay. So moving on, what are other things, what is your stance on like meat and dairy substitutes? Um, I think that when you're transitioning, they can be really helpful. Like if you're making yourself a vegan pizza and you want to put some cheese on, I'd recommend Daya Cheese is a good transition product. I think it's better than all the non-dairy cheeses. That said, I'm at a point now where I don't even want it. I think for the most part, I I really like cheeseless pizza. People think that that's crazy and then they try it and they're like, this is just as good. Mm. Um, You just like, the secret is you load up on veggies and you load up on all these other things that taste good to you. Mm-hmm. But while you're transi- transitioning, I definitely used those things um, every once in a while. So um, there's a restaurant in Toronto called Hogtown Vegan, and it's all about southern comfort food. They've got, like, yeah. um, vegan macaroni and cheese, vegan Philly cheesesteak sandwiches, vegan Caesar salads. Um, and I was actually there uh, last night uh, with a couple of people, and um, as a once-in-a-while thing, 
vegan comfort food is awesome. It's not something that I want to eat every night, um, but some vegans do, right? And I guess right. it's like what we were talking about before, where you just kind of find out what works for you. You don't have to go cold turkey on anything that reminds you of an animal product right away. Um, yeah. Because sometimes, like, everybody has different motivations for going vegan. If you're going vegan for the health reasons, it's going to be uh, you, very different than if you're you going probably, vegan. You probably want to avoid those things. If you're going right. vegan because the idea of eating meat bothers you, then that's something that like you can right. definitely do. So, um, yeah, I think people just can know that those products exist, know that they're easier to find than you probably think. Yeah, um, totally. Figure out the brands that do a good job and the brands that don't use shady products, like shady... Um, ingredients and, yeah and uh, and you're good to go yeah I, I agree I think um, ideally I'll try and be eating like as much whole foods as possible and mm -hmm. as many things that are sort of not processed because I think I just my, personally I think that's better but it's yeah. also a process and it's a journey so um, if I want vegan comfort food then I'm gonna eat vegan comfort food because I think it's better than the alternative right now mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's good. I'm glad we're on the same page with that. <laughs> I'm glad you're not a judgy vegan, Laura. No, I'm kidding. You never were. Um, we'll post some of our favorite brands as well so that if you're just starting out. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say one thing about resources, and then I want to ask you a few questions. Okay, go for it. Okay, so um, there are so many amazing resources on the Internet. If you just type go vegan into your Google search, you'll just find like a million awesome guides to doing it and you can find lists of products that are accidentally vegan so like if you want like graham crackers but you don't know which ones are vegan like there are just some that are just like accidentally vegan it's mm -hmm. like your Payless shoes that are accidentally vegan because they're not yeah. they're too cheap to use leather it's like woohoo yeah. <laughs> that's helpful um, they have uh, I think I'll, I've been pinning like crazy on Pinterest to my like vegan Pinterest board. Um, so just having sort of an arsenal of recipes that you want to try to like make it fun and adventurous. Yeah. And be like, oh, this looks like an amazing recipe. And you're not thinking about what you're not eating. You're thinking about how good this looks. Um, yeah. I'm not being very articulate tonight. But um, <laughs> I mean, that's important too. Okay. You can't even, like, blame Mercury anymore. Or... I know. <laughs> Ooh, I need to read my horoscope or something. There's probably something up. I'm glad I got the planet right. Okay. <laughs> Good job, Laura. All right. So I had a few questions. Um, yeah. Do you think that since I'm going vegan, I need to be taking any supplements or anything? Um, so I would say that for the most part you can get a lot of what people believe that you're going to be lacking when you're vegan through the foods you eat. So people get really afraid of maybe not getting enough protein and you can definitely get more than enough protein through um, nuts and seeds and legumes um, and tofu if you eat tofu. And, um, protein you shouldn't worry about. Um, although if you are really high performing, there are some vegan proteins out there like Sun Warrior and Vega that do a good job, but it's not necessary um, I think also people might get worried about iron and you can definitely get iron from your dark leafy greens like your spinach and your kale 
people worry about calcium again like kale and uh, and nuts and those things are a really good source I'd say that it's some of the lesser known vitamins like vitamin B12 Mm -hmm. um, which is important for I think your brain function and your um, neurological system in, in general. Yeah. Um, that's really hard to get on a vegan diet. There are some things that are vegan, like nutritional yeast, that do have B12. Um, but I take a daily multivit multivitamin that's formulated for vegans um, okay. that does have B12 in it. And I know that there are other people who um, take a B12 supplement like entirely on their own, and I'm looking into it. It's something I need to do more research on. Um, okay. That is something but, I had heard yeah, about, B12. So, B12. so the, the multivitamin I use, for anyone who's interested, it's called Mega Food, and it's mm -hmm. actually formulated for women. So it's a women's one daily, um, and it's a whole food multivitamin. It's um, vegan. It is gluten-free, soy-free, uh, and non-GMO. So awesome. it has a lot of really good things going for it. So we can also link to that on the blog. Um, but I don't think that vegans need as many supplements as, as people think that they do. I agree. <laughs> the short answer. So. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I'm going to then, what else did I have for you? Okay. Um, well, I think we can maybe do a blog post on this too, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Can you give me an example of like some lunches and dinners that you would eat? Um, I'm asking because when you look at vegan food blogs, they're amazing, but it's not necessarily yeah. like everyday recipes. Um, yeah. So I'm thinking like, what would be something that you would just throw together to eat for lunch or dinner? Okay, so my quickest ever like, it's not a very pretty meal, and so <laughs> I would almost I would almost like hesitate. Oh, hold on, I have to interject. That is yeah. not breakfast, because I have breakfast, like, okay. on vegan lockdown. All right, okay, it wasn't, it's not breakfast. <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, <laughs> Go so on. this is, like, probably my favorite, like, really quick lunch, if I want to okay. throw together something, um, like, actually within minutes, um, and it's not very pretty, and I would feel maybe guilty serving it to someone, but to me, the tastes all come together really well. Okay. I love taking leftover rice. Mm -hmm. and heating it up with some tamari, which mm -hmm. is like soy sauce, except it's made with uh, fermented soybeans and um, has generally um, better quality ingredients. So look for tamari. So rice and tamari. Um, I have some kimchi. Uh, sorry, I heat, heat up the rice and tamari separately, and then once it's out, I add kimchi. Um, I like to buy uh, the live organic Mm -hmm. And kimchi is really good for you. It's fermented. It's cabbage. Um, I love it. I love the taste of it. I like to cut up an avocado and add that, and then I cut up a bunch of seaweed and add that as well. And I just eat the bowl all together, and that's like one of my favorite things to throw together. And that can literally come together in five minutes. Um, so yeah, so that's one of my favorite things to do. Um, sandwiches. <laughs> I'm a big fan of sandwiches. I know you mm -hmm. are too. Mm -hmm. um, Big fan. My, my mom started making these really great um, roast vegetable sandwiches. Had them today, so they're kind of top of mind. Um, yeah. Where she just cuts up a red pepper, cuts up a zucchini, cuts up a portobello mushroom or an eggplant, like whatever roastable veggies we have on hand. Um, mixes it in with some salt, pepper, and olive oil and pops it in the oven for half an hour so mm -hmm. everything can roast and is soft. Um, we eat that with maybe some veganese or some avocado on like fresh bread, 
super good. Uh, today, for the first time, she also um, made these caramelized onions with some, with some brown sugar and balsamic vinegar mm -hmm. that went on the sandwiches, and they were so good. So there are definitely things that you can throw together really quickly, like under half an hour, probably with things that you um, will eventually start to accumulate as a vegan. I mean, like not everyone has kimchi in their fridge, but like for me, like it's almost like the staple now. I love kimchi. Um, yeah. But especially with those sandwiches, like there, there's nothing, nothing fancy in them. Uh, so those are two meals that I think are good, exa good examples of vegan food that you throw. Awesome, and they're super accessible too, which I like. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then I just want to ask you one more question to wrap things up because I know we're we've been just this is such a cool subject, so we're chatting a lot. But um, Wait, how long have we been talking? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think like half an hour. Um, okay, so just very quickly then, what what would you say are the worst parts and the best parts about being vegan? Give me some inspiration, Laura. <laughs> okay. Actually, um, and my boyfriend asked me that question uh, not too soon before he went vegan. He asked me what, what the best part was, and I would say... I feel, in general, just like my spirit is lighter. I know that sounds like really lame, um, but like I just feel happier, and I have nothing on my conscience, um, and my body feels lighter. I have less bloat. Um, I just I have more energy. Um, being vegan just like it feels very good to me. I don't I don't know how to explain that better. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah, I I think I've also like learned a lot more about food and I can enjoy it way better as a result. I think I eat better as a vegan and like and by better I also mean in terms of like better quality and better tasting. Um, because you have to pay attention to it that much more. I pay attention and like I love things now that like I love broccoli and like mm -hmm. I don't think that's ever really I think especially when I was an omnivore that's something a lot of vegetables are something that you see as a side and not the main event. Um, right. And then once you start to like pay attention to the different flavors, it's really fun. And so I like I like the I like food a lot more now that I'm vegan. Um, insert joke about perpetual hunger. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, least favorite part. Um, Are you always hungry? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm not okay. always hungry. Um, least favorite part, and I also get this question a lot. Uh, is, you probably um, should have led with the least favorite part, Laura. Come on. Sorry. I and I <laughs> least favorite part is um sometimes there you're you're missing the ease of just being able to go out with friends and know that there's gonna be something easy for you to order. Yeah. Or go out with friends and not be afraid that you're gonna have to ask the waiter, can you hold the dairy on this one? Um mm -hmm. and I think my best advice for that is you just kind of have to get over yourself and do it. When I was a vegetarian, I used to be terrified of that. So I would go to restaurants and order the only vegetarian thing on the menu, and sometimes that was a salad, and I don't really like salad. Um, <laughs> I, think as a, I think as a vegan, it's funny because people always, when I tell them I'm vegan, I always ask, like, he wants to eat so much salad, and I like, never order salad at restaurants. Unless I absolutely have to. But as a vegan, I think I kind of got over that. And I can go to restaurants now and um, 
see a menu and actually see a bunch more possibilities if I would just like if I'm just willing to ask. Um, it's like a simple swap can be made. Um, I think also uh, we talked about a bit about this before is just being able to indulge if like say like oh there are cupcakes at work today and people are eating cupcakes at work you're most likely not going to be able to eat it. Um, right. And you kind of have to learn to be okay with that. And that's a little more difficult at first. Um, but knowing that I can go home and have a really good vegan dessert if I still crave it later, um, not only, like, ends up helping me make healthier choices, because once I'm home, I might not be craving it. Um, right. Because there's a difference between your body craving something and your mind craving something. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Definitely. Um, I don't remember the second half of that sentence. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it definitely it makes a difference on your health, and um, it means that you can stay true to your values. So it's just something you have to learn to get used to. But there's nothing truly terrible about being vegan. <laughs> so. Well, obviously, otherwise you wouldn't still be vegan. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I think it's going to be an interesting experiment. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm really, I'm really interested, actually, to um, see if you notice any differences, if at all, um, and whether it's something you're going to want to stick to. Um, yeah. I think you will. I think that you have all the tools, and I think that you believe in all of the principles that would dictate that that's something that um, yeah. really would fit with you and would really make you happy. I, I think that you're going to find kind of what I described, where you're just going to like feel good about the choices you make. I mean, I think so, too. It's just hard when you're on this side of the fence and you're looking and you're like, I just can't see myself there yet. But one day mm -hmm. I will, I think, if I try. So I'm going to yeah. try. I'm trying. I think, yeah. I never thought I would go vegetarian, let alone vegan. Yeah. Um, I remember you telling me that. And I do like telling people that because sometimes I think people think it's like a particular breed of person that you have to be a hippie or something. Right. Um, but it's not that. It's just you get new information and then your conscience changes on things and you form an opinion about how you how your values fit into what decisions you make as a consumer. And sometimes yeah. that means you go vegan. Uh, some ways I get it already, like what it's gonna feel like. Because now I've been ve vegetarian. Sorry, I've been vegetarian for like five years, like five years, and like I've gotten used to a lot of the things we've been talking about. So this is just like another layer, mm -hmm. and I, I think I'll be able to handle it. I hope so. I, think I believe I will. in you. I believe in you. Yeah, I'm really excited you, for your experiment. Okay, I'm excited too now. Thanks for <laughs> answering my questions. <laughs> Can I go to bed now? Yes, you may go to bed. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, yes. We had fun with this one. And if you have any questions about the transition, because there's still lots of things we didn't cover that yeah. we should cover. Um, and please, if you are even slightly thinking about giving veganism a try, even temporarily, do the 30 days with Steph. Do it. Yeah. We Ooh. should make a hashtag, like a hashtag go stuff go. <laughs> it can be like go vegan or something. It doesn't have to be go stuff go. <laughs> <laughs> Too much pressure. I can't handle it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks nice talking to you, Laura. Thanks nice for helping me out. You.
I can't wait for this to start now. I'm like so ready and I don't have to wait like two days. Well, actually, when you're hearing this, I'm starting. But it's a couple days before. (laughs) Confusing. Anyway. (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Bye.